Welcome, everybody, to the Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. Today, I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, here with my best friend and co-host, Andrew Bolin. Andrew, I am ecstatic to be here today. So am I. <laughs> I think so we have talked I. so extensively about having a Star Wars podcast for, like, I mean, I don't even know how long. Almost our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, we're three years old. I want to be on a podcast, Dad. Yes, anyway. exactly. Yeah, so, no, honestly, I'm, I'm so excited to be here because I think, you know, I uh, think this all started back in the day with our old faithful YouTube channel. That's right, A&B Productions. <laughs> uh, A&B Productions 77, I think. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we've always had a love for creating content and stuff. And oh, yeah. We've had a love uh, even just as much or more for Star Wars, so I think this mm-hmm. is just appropriate. And, man, yeah. I'm... Like I said, I think, I mean, we've, we've, we've been, I mean, we've had Star Wars in our lives ever since, like, I mean, just kids. We watched the, mm-hmm. we watched the, cut our teeth on the original trilogy. Yep. We were kind of raised with the prequels, and now here right. we are in our 20s with the, uh, with the sequel trilogy. Yeah. And it just takes me back to the days when we were out in my yard with the lightsabers, <laughs> breaking each other's fingers. <laughs> like, stop hitting my hand. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, pretty sure I still have, like, the blood-stained plastic cylinders that oh, they called yeah. star, uh, lightsabers still in my room somewhere. <laughs> Oh yeah, but man, I'm like I said, I'm so excited to be here. Um, yeah, this is something we've wanted to do for so long, and oh, yeah. um, just a way for us to <laughs> talk about Star Wars, a way for us to just hang out like uh, as friends and and kind of combine the two together. Oh, and yeah. and we always have these deep, long conversations <laughs> about Star Wars. We always end up having them. Um, so why not record it and, yeah. and post it? Maybe somebody will want to listen to well, it. Well, I mean, like, like, if anything, we're just, if no one listens to this, we're just having fun, okay? Um, <laughs> we have this vast <laughs> knowledge of Star Wars. We might as well put it to some kind right. of use. Well, we, I mean, the thing is, what we was talking about, uh, we was coming home from Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, went and watched it together, and I remember we talked for like two hours um, yeah. about the movie and about where Star Wars is going to go into the future and all this stuff, which right. we're, we're going to talk about this episode. But uh, I was, we, I remember looking at we, we said this like, dude, why don't we just have a podcast? We just talk about this all the time, and here we are. Here man, we are. We're, we're, we're doing it. Finally doing it. Finally doing it. Well, guys, we're so excited. Like I said, so excited to be here. We love Star Wars, and uh, man, this is just like a passion for us. It's something we've had in our lives. So this is our first episode of Jedi Eternal. So Jedi Eternal, what does that really mean? For those of you uh, who have watched uh, Rise of Skywalker, and we're not going to get too much into the spoilers. You know, when we get to our main topic, that's where we're going to be talking about spoilers and things like that. So for those of you aware, but I will just say <clears throat> the one thing about Rise of Skywalker is, and like I said, mini spoiler alert, but. Uh, one thing that you see in there is the Sith Eternal. And uh, what was so, so cool is that they're not actually Sith, but they're people who's been working in the background to make sure that the Sith uh, stay alive and they stay active and stay prominent and stuff. And I thought, like, man, you know, one reoccurring theme of Star Wars is that the Jedi will never fall. And now that we're post-Skywalker <laughs> saga, I thought, man, yeah. how appropriate would it be that we are the Jedi Eternal? Right, know? yeah. I mean, and, and so many <laughs> times you think the Jedi is is falling like mm-hmm. in episode three and even in in episode eight how it kind of um portrays that maybe the jedi order will end and there'll well, be something new in its place the last name last jedi is pretty good <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly good, uh, so <laughs> uh, but then uh you know in the end though the jedi remain and so here oh, yeah. we are the we jedi are eternal yes i love it so anyway, we wanted to talk about that. Um, like I said, this is our first episode, so we, we do have a structure that's going to come up. We're going to talk about news. we got a bit of a rumor mill, and we're going to talk about weekly releases, and then we're going to have our main topic. But uh, typically what we're going to have it structured as in the future is about an hour long um, on our on our episodes. 
Um, so guys, please feel free, if you're listening to this, to join with us weekly. We're going to try our best to have it out every Friday, um, even if we record it like on a Thursday evening, have it out on Friday so we have that consistent schedule. But let's get underway. Let's do it. Start very first, our news. So first thing on uh, this week, and like, so we're going to be, since our first episode, we're going to be talking about news that's been like last week, maybe like even two or three weeks, just to kind of catch up. But first and foremost, some of the big things is Taika Waititi. He uh, directed episode eight of The Mandalorian. He has a lot of uh, a lot of prominent fields. I think he just did like what Jojo Rabbit. Yep, um, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, and <clears throat> so he actually has been approached to do a Star Wars movie in the future. So, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, I am excited about this. I think this is a good move um, on Lucasfilm's part. Uh, he's proven that he knows how to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is very um, highly acclaimed. I've not seen it, but I hear it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok, of course. Oh, was, yeah. Was, I forgot to mention was that. amazing. Um, and, you know, the, his episode of The Mandalorian was also fantastic. <sighs> yes, it was. So, so he knows good. what he's doing. Yeah. And um, my, I guess my biggest question with this is if it's the one – we know that a project is being developed by Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious if this is the same project. Um, and if, yeah. if Kevin Feige's like, hey, I want Taika Waititi to be on my on my movie. What a dream team that they would yeah. make. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a dream team um, that they would make. So I, I'm hoping that is the case. Now, for what that movie will be, I, I have no idea. Oh, man. Um, I think there's going to be uh, – it's going to be – I imagine if you watch, like I said, episode 8 of mm-hmm. Mandalorian season 1 – that that was such a roller coaster of yeah. of an episode. Like it was funny, it was sad, it was exciting, it was mm-hmm. somber. I mean, we got like I mean, someone was beating the snot out of Baby Yoda, and I almost flipped out. I almost had a heart attack sitting in my chair at home. Like, what is he doing? You know. Yeah. And then you know we see our some of the beloved characters die. Um, but then we also feel so triumphant. And I mean, the mm-hmm. first let's talk about this for just a split second. But that first twenty minutes probably of the. Of this episode, we <laughs> two stormtroopers. Yes, dude, that was like one of the funniest things <laughs> I've so ever good. watched. Which so Taika good. has a history yeah. of, of humor and comedy. He, and he's that, got such a great sense of humor, and he just portrays it so well in his movies. And so, I think that whatever this is will be a very epic movie, but I think it's going to be pretty funny too. I agree. And I agree. so that's kind of where the question is: is like, where is this headed? And Maybe it's part of, uh, maybe he's doing one of the High Republic movies, and we'll talk yeah. about that We're going to talk later. about that soon. Yeah, we don't get ahead of ourselves. We've, we've been preparing for this podcast, and we're trying our best not to talk about anything, because yeah, we're sitting we, here, like, discussing the intricacies, intricacies We've been purposely avoiding talking to each other about any of these subjects, so that we can have it fresh, and our, um, you know, we've not talked about any of these opinions to each other yet. So you're hearing it for the first time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> all, all right, right. So that's the first thing. Well, you go ahead with the second uh, line here. Yeah. So our second news story of the day is um, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride is now opened at Disneyland. Um, so it opened on the 17th. 17th. And so it's open now. I hear it's pretty amazing. Um, it, the ride itself is around 15 minutes long. Mm. And so what I'm hearing is even before you actually get on the ride itself, uh, just like the line to get to the ride is oh. is like this big epic Oh um, yeah, like they make you a part of the story. I thought you was gonna say like, oh, no. <laughs> the line four is <laughs> yeah. like six hours well, long for fifteen minutes. So the way I understand it is they actually have a um, like you check into the ride, mm-hmm. and then 
you go off and do your own thing, and then it tells you when to come back. Well, we know so, how well light speed work yeah. at the <laughs> <laughs> Celebration yeah. 2019. Oh, my. But it's Disney. Disney's taking care of this. So, gonna be so I think that um, this ride, whenever um, you, you get into the line, they make you a part of it right then and there, and then it goes through the whole thing. And that's, like, the same for, like, with the Star Wars Hotel mm-hmm. that they're making there. It's going to be fully yeah. immersive. So it's going to be a really amazing experience. Yeah, that, that sounds really cool. I I, uh, I honestly, I'd actually already watched, uh, not the whole thing, but some video, because I wasn't sure what it was <laughs> when it first came out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? This looks sick. And, like, Rise Resistance, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching it. I'll be there in August. So <sighs> um, I'm, about it. I am not... <laughs> I'm not looking at anything because I want to be right. fully surprised. For those of you who don't know, this coming August in Anaheim is the Star Wars Celebration 2020. Um, I regretfully don't think I'm going to be able to go, and I'm bum, so bum, bum. angry about that. Uh, but, you I'm know, so excited. He keeps I'm rubbing so it excited. in, and I'm just I'm wondering if he's even going to make it to August. <laughs> I mean, JK, JK, JK. No, uh, I'm excited for him, but this is going to be really <coughs> cool. Rise of Resistance looks amazing. Yes. Um, but now on to our third uh, and final for the news. Um, man, okay, this is – what a roller coaster of events has the Kenobi series uh, kind of accrued for the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Like about yeah. – I think about a week ago, we first got this big rumor about the cancellation of the show, and I my heart dropped into my stomach. Um, for those of you who are not aware, me and Andrew are avid – fans of obi-wan kenobi yes my favorite character absolute favorite character <clears throat> and uh so anyway when, whenever they said that they're gonna finally create a show at was it that d23 was when it was released uh that he came on stage with kathleen kennedy yep. and she's like uh kathleen can you <laughs> can you uh, uh ask me if i'll play obi-wan again and she's like, yes yeah anyway so i'm not gonna do the whole thing <laughs> i'm not gonna do the whole bit there um it was amazing yeah but anyway oh man i i lost it so anyway so when they said it was canceled i was so mad and then yesterday or i'm sorry past that the uh, ewan mcgregor's uh agent said oh no 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 no, this is not true it's still good this is just a rumor so I'm like, okay great but then yesterday which was uh, uh the 23rd i believe it was of yep. january um yep. we heard that in fact it was not being uh canceled but it was being delayed oh. <laughs> I, I don't i don't yeah i'm so disappointed about that but then Another suit, like I said, this is a roller coaster of events because another thing, like last night, uh, last night we had the Birds of Prey premiere, uh, um, and Ewan McGregor's in that movie, and so they actually had uh, asked him, you know, hey, you know, during this interview pre-movie, like, hey, we just heard this news that this was being delayed. <clears throat> yeah. What what is your thoughts on this? And so I have actually a quote here from Ewan McGregor, um, and he says, you know, it's just slid to the next year, and that's all. The scripts were really good. I think now that episode nine came out and everyone at Lucasfilm got more time to spend on writing, they felt like they wanted more time to spend on the writing. That's And there's some more things he said, but I think that's kind of the main thing that he's trying to say. He eventually does go on to say that uh, uh, they were going to be able to release it at the same release date. So that's interesting right there. Yeah, so in, in The Hollywood Reporter um, are the ones that – well, Collider first um, – said some things but then the hollywood reporter got a little more information on the whole thing and what they are saying is that um the story became an issue um they had two scripts written um and kathleen kennedy was like no this isn't gonna work yeah that's what i read kathleen kennedy was kind of the one and so they're looking for a new writer is what the hollywood reporter is saying 
And they're also saying that they're going to go from six episodes to four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, so let me let me interject and just say this real quick. This is something I was actually thinking last night when I read that because Andrew and I had been discussing this throughout the week. Um, and, and like so we, as in preparation of this podcast, we've been doing some research, and, and that came up last night when we was reading. The, I think it was the Hollywood Report uh, uh, article, and I got so now. I mean, okay, I don't want to rant, but first of all. We see seasons of like these big shows like Game of Thrones. Of I I, I can't even think of thing off the top of my head. But these big uh, uh, shows where there's several episodes, several episodes, and they're like hours long. But then here we get Mandalorian, which was a fantastic show. I loved, and it got it got eight episodes, but uh, they were only thirty minutes to thirty five minutes long. And then now we get Kenobi, which is something that everybody wants. If you are even remotely a Star Wars fan, you want Kenobi. Right. And now, this first of all, them having six episodes, that made me mad. And then now four, oh my gosh. And you know that they're not going to be any longer than an hour, if that, you know. Right. Yeah, so. I'm so mad about that. I, you know, and, and I'm holding on that maybe some of this is um, not accurate. Right. Uh, you know, again. Um, even McGregor's like, hey, you know, it's no big deal. It's going to come out the same time. Well, mm-hmm. is it going to come out the same time? First of all, they've not told well, us when it's going to come out. Right. Uh, he's basically saying, hey, we were going to start in August. Now we're going to start in January of 2021. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know what you were thinking, but I was thinking we were going to get this series sometime in 2021. Yeah. We're not yeah. getting it in 2021 no. now. Unless they <sighs> yeah. race through production. And, and honestly, I don't really want them to do that. Now, a lot of people are blaming this on Kathleen Kennedy, saying, mm-hmm. you know, people were already upset with Kathleen Kennedy over mm-hmm. episode nine. Now, I saw last night after this came out, people were like, you know, kick her out, fire. <laughs> I just want to say I disagree with that because I'm, I do think some of Kathleen Kennedy's decisions have been kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with everything she's done. But, hey, if the script isn't good enough, Mm-hmm. then the script's not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I would rather wait for this series. In the long run, I'd rather wait for the series and get the best Obi-Wan Kenobi show we can get than for them to be like, well, this script will be okay. Right. And, and rush through production. And To counterpoint that, you know, I, I've had my, my issues with Kathleen Kennedy. Um, I thought she, she's made some good business decisions. Mm-hmm. But from my perspective, um, she... I don't know. She she she's somebody who's not a Star Wars fan. I mean, let's just put it that way. She's a businesswoman, you know. And while mm-hmm. she does good business decisions, a lot of times she does decisions. Now, so let me let me preface this by saying, I absolutely agree with you in the terms that we need a great Kenobi series. I want that more than anything. Like more like whenever we was talking about this, whenever Kenobi comes out, like you can just kill me, put me in the grave. I'm done. This is the best thing that's ever gonna happen. Yeah, that's to me. that's peak Star Wars you know, for me. It is to me as well. And so my point being is like if she truly saw some flaws with it and she really read the script and she can you know uh, uh, conversed with other big wigs there that that you know have been a part of Star Wars and they, they initialize, okay, yes, we need to change the script. Okay, then yes, I, I agree with that. But but what was wrong with it? You know what I'm saying? Can, you know, I'm just saying playing devil's advocate here. You know, Do we trust Kathleen Kennedy's intuition into what the script is good or bad? That's, the, that's my question. No, I don't. <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is I hope that there were other people right. along that are telling her hey, the script's not good enough. Yeah. I don't know how much she, how much she focused on the script, but – Personally, I hope the story group, mm-hmm. which it plays um, a big 
role in making sure everything connects properly, making sure everything is in sync. You know, mm-hmm. all of the, the comics and shows and books, everything is all connected, right? Mm-hmm. So my hope is they maybe had a role in this and said, hey, we, you know, we don't think this is really going to yeah. go that well. I hope so Because um, well. I trust those guys, um, Pablo Hidalgo and, oh, yeah. and Matt Martin and all these guys there. I mean, they're just fantastic and they know so much about star wars oh yeah and i i I'd trust them with just about anything i just think that you know this was just we something we talked about before i want people in charge of creative direction that yeah. love star wars well and maybe that's why kevin feige's being brought in for a movie maybe they're hoping he can do a little more than just one in the future well i mean look what he did with marvel you know yeah and he he, he was he loved marvel and he made great movies well and and kevin kevin feige the reason kevin feige works is because he is a marvel fan (laughs) he knows marvel exactly and yeah kathleen sometimes it makes you kind of wonder how much does she know about star wars Mm, yeah again here's the thing here's the thing why is kathleen Kennedy there because disney wants her there and the fact of the matter is disney wants to make money you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and that's that's the core of it all. And we're not going to get too deep into that right now. That could be <laughs> maybe a later discussion. But the fact of the matter is, is that like sometimes a company um, wants to make money more than they want to please the fans. But at the end of yeah. the day, like the fans are what makes the money. You know, though what I'm I will say, when George Lucas left, he did say he wanted Kathleen Kennedy to take over. Okay, well that that's true. Yeah, that's true. But uh, here's the thing, and I I don't you know people were. Man, they're they're going crazy on Twitter, like, oh man, you're misogynistic to people like Kathleen Kennedy and stuff yeah. like that. But here's the thing, my 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 issue with her is like, I think she should stay doing what she's doing as the business side. Right. But right. then we need to institute. And we talked about this. Yeah. We need to institute uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau as yes. full contra- I, or con- creative control. I 110 percent agree. I think that is absolutely what needs to happen. She, Kathleen Kennedy just makes some great decisions financially and business because that's the thing. She she's a businesswoman. Yeah, yeah. And and but keep her what she's doing on the business side, but then give full creative direction control to these people who love Star Wars like Dave sure. Filoni and John Favreau. That's my that's my two. I cents agree. About that. I think I think that's a good uh, way to go into our next segment. Our next segment, yes. Yeah, so we're going into rumors, and so speaking of Kenobi, there has uh oh my, <laughs> there's been some rumors. That uh, 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 a very uh, distinguished guest of honor is going to be on there. <laughs> guest of Our honor. Our good senator, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, Andrew, so, what are your thoughts on all that? All right. So, listen. Okay. We, we went to Celebration. An amazing experience. And we're sitting in this big arena. <laughs> yeah. And they call out Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best, yeah. Now... I have nothing but respect for Ahmed Best. Mm-hmm. Um, he did what he was told to do. Okay, <laughs> right. he exactly he did exactly what George Lucas told him. And he to did do. it well. And Very he well. did it well. Okay, he did. Yeah. Um, but I hate the character of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> and again, that has nothing to do with Ahmed Best. Right. Yeah. Um, and I and I hate that he's gotten so much flack as a human being. I oh hate that yeah, they've, yeah. That they've directed that to him because it's not wrong. his fault. Yeah. But anyways. But I don't like the character of Jar Jar Binks. But we're sitting in there, and everyone stood and a standing ovation to Ahmed Best for a solid couple minutes, people mm. clapping for him and stuff, which was which was fine. Yeah. But I feel like in that process, people were like the, like Kathleen Kennedy and some of the head up were like, oh, everyone really likes Jar Jar Binks now. Uh, so no. why don't we put him in the Kenobi show? <laughs> no, no. 
What? That's like, I'm, no, you know, I mean, honestly, I didn't like him because, you know, in episode in episode one, Phantom Menace, um, mm-hmm. he was portrayed to be this goofball that made everything wrong. It was just comedic value. It really was. And it was like a – there's a lot of opinions on that, but it was comedic value. Mm-hmm. But then I started watching Clone Wars, which on a side note, we're going to be talking about that in a second. Clone Wars is probably my favorite – and, and I, this is this is leaping out there, but Clone Wars is – I was thinking about it the other day. It's probably my favorite uh, Star Wars media over the movies, over anything. I, I, I think so because we see so much character development, so much real, gritty, awesome, beautiful Star Wars. Anyway, so that's that's another conversation. But uh, um, we see Jar Jar Binks in Clone Wars, and it's just like – He's even worse than episode one. I mean, it's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, I always try to be comedic value, but like he does things in that show. I'm just like, yeah. oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. So, so to see him in a Kenobi series, I don't know that I want that to happen um, at all. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, here's the thing. This this may not happen now, mm-hmm. based off the news we got last night. Yeah. Um, this because this this came out a while ago. Let me see if I have the date here. I'm I'm looking at a re- a report from, um, from making Star Wars. It was January 10th, um, and that's when they again. This is a rumor. We're in our rumor segment now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and he basically says there's a sequence where the bearded Jar Jar Binks oh, and Obi Wan talk about the past. A bearded Jar Jar Binks. Bearded Jar Jar Binks. Um, that's a oh man, that's a sight. Right and there. And I just think that's a horrible idea. And maybe, maybe, and maybe that's part of why they're like, this isn't so going to work. Let, the script's let, not going to work. Let, let's, let me intersect here, basically what you had just said, but like coming back to what we said earlier, maybe Kathleen Kennedy, who someone is not super knowledgeable about the Star Wars universe, saw the, 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 the like the, the, the ovation of, of mm-hmm. uh, Ahmed Best at Celebration. Like, oh, yeah. That's gonna be oh they like they like Jar Jar oh they like Jar Jar so then she comes in and then like said now coming back like okay wait nobody wants this well yeah and if anything you know we should we should be getting Qui Gon in this series and we should be getting Qui Gon because we already know that Obi Wan spends a lot of time um, with Qui Gon when he is on Tatooine he Mm -hmm. gets a lot of teachings from Qui Gon Mm -hmm. he continues his training well in episode three Um, that's what Yoda tells tells him and and there's actually since then there's also been um, some short stories and different things about their interactions (laughs) that are canon as well Mm -hmm. Um, and those are some really great stories so so here's something interesting I want to say this real quick and this is just a side note and again we're (laughs) to make very clear we're in the rumor segment right now but if you look up the casting list of the Kenobi series Mm -hmm. it shows Ewan McGregor it shows Liam Neeson uh, which is Qui-Gon and also shows Hayden Christensen yeah so I don't know if that's accurate right but if it is that's gonna be really interesting I feel like if you make a Kenobi series how can you not have the two of them in it oh 100%. I think I think that the IMDB thing where it shows them is is just somebody's put it in there probably and, yeah. and out of speculation um, I don't think that's anything no, official fingers crossed but <laughs> yeah but um, but I do think you really got to have them in it oh 100%, um, yeah and I know some people will be like well how does that make sense with um, you know how Anakin and, and Obi Wan don't meet again until on the Death Star. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they he talks about um, uh, in in A New Hope how last time you know I was the the learner or whatever, and mm-hmm. and so I mean they could still he could be talking about another interaction that right. they had. Yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. And so I 
I would love to see them have one more, um, one more fight mm-hmm. before the Death Star fight. Oh where yeah. Where you got De- you got Darth Vader in his full um, oh, yeah. armor, you know, and then just them them having the true battle that we would l- love to see in a New Hope. Well, and we actually saw the I I would love to give credit, um, but I don't have time because I just remembered this. We actually had some gentleman remake. Yeah, that scene, mm-hmm. and it actually looked really, really good. Yeah, it's pretty and great. I would love to see something like that officially from, you know, Disney canon Star Wars. But anyway, we're getting a little off topic here, so yeah. <laughs> let's roll it back in. So you yeah, have let's go. Let's go rumor. ahead onto the next rumor here, um, and the next rumor is about the Mandalorian, and this is a report from ComicBookMovie.com. Um, Josh Wilding wrote this, and he. Um, has seen an interview from Esposito, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Moff Gideon. And he said, like any great leader or scientist, clue, 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 Yeah. with someone who is advanced in a certain way, yeah, you could want to be their best friend, or you could want to co-opt what is inside them to figure out how to make all of us a little better at humanity. So it's that power and control of a moth leader who is trying to put the universe back together. But how does he know everything? How does he know everything that's going on? He's a very interesting character, and I'm so honored to be a part of this production. Wow. So what do you think about what he's saying there? (laughs) So, I mean, okay. So uh, obviously when we see in season one, we see uh, them trying to acquire the child, which mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says, Baby Yoda. So <laughs> Baby Yoda, it's, is what it's he will the, be called on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the Baby Yoda show. It's, it's the not Baby the Mandalorian. <laughs> I mean, frankly, if we see uh, more oh, Baby Yoda, unless let's let's make one thing clear: we know it's not Yoda as a baby. Oh my gosh! Okay, yes, yes. we are very much aware of that. Yes. it's very clear. In the time period of the show, it's not Yoda as a baby. He's a Dagobah. Right now, Yoda's a Dagobah. We know But we this. don't know the species, so we're going to call him Baby Yoda. And if you try to get onto us, we will ban you. <laughs> ban Hammer! <laughs> oh, trust me. I know. Because, oh, man. People get so yes, much I've hate so for many, that. I've had so many people be like, oh, you know it's not Baby Yoda. Yes, yes I know it's not Baby no, Yoda. Not but I want to call it Baby Yoda. Because yeah. what are we going to say? Yes. Oh, it's Baby of Yoda species. No, yeah. it's Baby Yoda. I mean, because, okay, canonically, we've seen two people of that species. We've seen Yoda and we've seen Yaddle. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. So that's who it. are we gonna say what are we gonna say? We don't know. Okay. So anyway, getting that. And it's a boy. If it was a girl, I guess we could call it baby yaddle. Baby but. yaddle. Or baby yodel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, coming back to that, um, obviously we see him trying to acquire baby Yoda. Um, for what reason we don't know, but we can tell that the guy that's with uh, and forgive me for not knowing the specific names, I apologize off the top of my head, but we see the main uh, empire uh, gentleman in the middle of the room, and then you have like a little scientist guy coming in. Um, and uh, he, like I said, well, first of all, he's a scientist. Why is mm-hmm. he a scientist? What is he trying to research? He's got the Camino exactly. thing on his shoulder. Yeah, that, and that's a that's very interesting. So anyway, yeah. also people have been thinking that maybe it was a clone of Yoda, but if you remember to episode two, uh, right? no, no, three. No, it's- Something it's actually like farther in than that. Okay. Um, um, but they, they say it's not a He says, like, yeah, this is organic material or something like that. Anyway, um, but uh, my point is, is, like, we obviously know that he's force, not even force-sensitive. He's a force-wielder. And he's, like, 
yeah, he's 50 years old, but he's a baby. And he can, like, pick up a stinking mud horn. He can stinking, like, <laughs> first of all, Darth Vader choke somebody. Oh, that was oh, what a so moment. beautiful. Anyway, Spoilers so. for the Mandalorian. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, it's been out for several, yeah, several You've had weeks. enough I mean, time to watch it. <laughs> it. It's been over a month on the last episode, so yeah. you had time to watch it. Forgive us. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, getting back on topic. Um, make a long story short. Uh, he's definitely a force wielder, and therefore I think we can easily say that science, quote unquote, science. You know, he, Moff Gideon's wanting to maybe, and this is just speculation because we're still in the rumor mill. Uh, maybe Moff Gideon is wanting to see if he can somehow extract the force essence, or or yeah. maybe extract how to use the force from this baby. Right. Well, and like he says, um, and he calls himself a scientist because he says like any great leader scientist. And then he says, clue, clue, clue. Yeah. Which makes me think he's saying, hey, he's uh, Moff Gideon here is a scientist type character. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said. Or you could want to co-opt what is inside them to figure out how to make all of us a little better at humanity. Yeah, all of us, not not to make because that was another theory that I didn't know. Maybe since he had a Camino patch or whatever yeah. maybe they're wanting to clone baby yoda to raise them all up and to become their army of force wheelers or whatever right but he says make all of us better therefore maybe trying to extract that force yeah, and, ability and from i him. think something else to consider is he is just the actor true um he may not know everything true he may and that's why we're this is in the rumor mill right, because we're exactly. not taking anything he says as official news right. but we just wanted to talk about what we've seen here but i think we're ready to go on to the next one right here. all right so our final rumor for the rumor mill this week um is that there actually has been rumors of a new knights of the old republic yes. game yes, dude yes, i think yes. we both can easily say that we love knights of the old republic um man it's coming on so many platforms in fact they just came on switch i think about a month ago i believe that what or, yeah are you sure 100 percent Hundred percent. I, I texted you about this. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm right dead serious. I did. Not it's on know Switch. That. Are you um, positive? I'm positive. Are we giving out false news? Hey, this is in the rumor mill. <laughs> it don't matter anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I thought, I thought um, Jedi Jedi Outcast came to I'm, I, Switch. I, 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 I let me look it up. I'm like look it up. Sure. Look it up. But um, so anyway, talk about that yeah, for yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new game. I'll read what I found here on um, Cin Cinelinks, something like that. Um, they have here that a remake is in development. Um, but then he, he had two sources tell him about this. One source said it was a remake. Mm-hmm. The other source said it was a sequel of sorts. Um, and that it would be a Knights of the Old Republic project that would integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things into the current Star Wars canon. Not necessarily a remake, so much as a reimagining. Um, I don't know what to think about this. I, I absolutely love Knights of the Old Republic. It's mm-hmm. one of my all-time favorite Star Wars stories. Um, it it is just an amazing story, um, and I would love, I would absolutely love, to see a remake. I don't think we'll ever see a remake. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're so focused on making everything that they make now has to be canon. Right. So I don't think we'll ever see an actual remake of Knights of the Old Republic. So I think the second um, source makes more sense where they're going to bring elements mm-hmm. from the first two games and then make something into the current Star Wars canon. Uh, yeah, I would say that more most likely it's going to be something... 
similar, but not the same. And yeah. I, 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 I don't, I mean, I'd love to see it in any way to manifest itself again. But, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I would rather see just a straight-up remake, just a, just a you know, uh, same thing, just better graphics, better gameplay, things like yeah. that. Because I, I love the story so much. Right. Okay, so just to clarify, it, it is not on Switch. I'm sorry. Okay. It was okay. on the phone, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. It's yeah. on iOS and, uh, and Android. That's okay. So everyone forgives you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> well, all of uh, everyone uh, is just you at this point. <laughs> just, <so. laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> um, so, so my um, big thing with this is if it's – let's say that it is a, a, a new – um, reimagining of the story and a new imagining of the story in Star Wars canon you can't really make it can't really be a branching narrative anymore mm-hmm. because they make everything canon now so right. like any story they have including like the last game the last game that they've made um, Star Wars um, Jedi Fallen Order mm-hmm. amazing game um, oh yeah absolutely you know it's canon so you know back when they made Knights of the Old Republic back in what, like 2001 or something? Yeah. Oh, long time ago. Uh, something, but yeah. Um, they, that game had a branching narrative. You made choices and then based on your decisions, the outcome of the story was different. Yeah. 2003, by the way. 2003. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully everyone will forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, the, the one listener, which is me, I forgive you. <laughs> so, um, okay. 2003. So, with this branching narrative, you know, the choices you made changed the story, changed the ending. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I don't know that they would be willing to do that. Now, back even back then, they said, okay, the, pers- the if you chose the light side by the end of the story, that is the canon ending. Right. So they could do that again and be like, hey, you can have a branching narrative, but the canon ending is this. Yeah. But I don't know if they're willing yeah. to do that. I frankly don't think so. Just because, think about, think about Fallen Order. Like, there was no deviation there. You did what the narrative said, exactly. and that's it. Now, don't get me wrong. I been, I loved that game. Mm-hmm. Um, said after the purge of the Jedi, oh, man, it was so good, and it had some really awesome elements to the lore. I think yeah. it had some really cool stuff. But you did not deviate from that at all. No way, shape, and form. You did exactly what they wanted you to do, and that's fine. I mean, I'm cool with that. But to 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 answer that question, yeah, I think that more likely. More than likely, we're gonna see if we're gonna see anything like that. There's not gonna be a branching narrative. I yeah, highly doubt. And it. and so that's where things get interesting because if a Knights of the Old Republic game doesn't have a branching narrative, it changes the kind of game it is. Right. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. it. The big part of it is is creating your character and making it you know the way you want it to be. Even though it ends up being a very famous character now oh, yeah. in, in the 100%. In, i mean as revan yeah um spoilers for those who haven't played it but i mean, I mean it's been out since 2003 so. <laughs> um, you know your character um can't remember anything so you kind of create it into what you want it to be and then oh come yeah. find out you're darth revan yeah which is an amazing moment oh my gosh, um so good that character so, is amazing so game. i feel like okay yeah we can we can have another game that maybe tells the story of revan mm-hmm. and goes through which will still be cool but it won't be the same type of game that Knights of the Old Republic was and that I love. I love branching narrative games right. where you get to make those decisions. And, and so if it just becomes like a action-adventure yeah. Star Wars game set in the Old set Republic, in the Old Republic yeah. I'm going to be a little disappointed. What I, about you? I'm going to be disappointed, but at the same time, do we want – how do I say this? Uh, 
do you want to bring in Revan if you can't have a branching narrative? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you can't have that, let's just say let's just say for certain, you know, it's not certain, it's a rumored mill, but you know what I'm saying? Like you say they make it and you cannot have branching narrative, do you even want Revan? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm the same way, but I, you see what I'm saying? I'm just saying that hypothetically because I, I that, like you said, I think that's what really made the game. You could be evil, you could be good, you could be mm-hmm. whatever you wanted to be. And um, with that being said, I don't know, man. I just well, and what's interesting? What's interesting about the character of Revan? You know, a lot of us big Star Wars nerds love Revan. Oh, okay, yeah. he's one of the coolest Star Wars characters out there. But the reason that we love him, the reason we think he's one of the coolest characters, is because we created him. In a sense, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. We created him exactly how we wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. And so now, if you bring back Revan as his own character, he may not fit what our original vision uh, yeah. is for Revan. And yeah. so then what happens? And that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying, do would we do we want Revan to come back if it's not branching narrative? Because it will be fundamentally different than what right. we've known and it to be. It makes me a little nervous, but I also know I played my Revan as a very good um, <laughs> light side <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> He's always I been did. like that, folks. Anyway. <laughs> Well, I did. I've I created him as <laughs> <laughs> so he was like this, you know, almost like a saint. And so I think um, that's probably the path they would go. Yeah. Um, of course, he was was a Sith Lord, and then he loses his memory, and yeah. then blah blah blah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, it makes me nervous, but I I could see good things coming from it. Yeah. Well, I think we can talk about that all day, but let's go ahead, and I think you have some release news for us. We're going to move into our release section before we get into our main topic, and uh, if you have some news for us. Yeah, so we have the final... Hold on a second. Final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars, and we just got a new trailer for that. I'm assuming you saw the trailer. Oh, yeah. What did absolutely. you think of the trailer? I think it uh, very interesting that it's very centered upon... Okay, so two things. It's very centered upon Darth Maul mm-hmm. and, yes. and Ahsoka, and surprisingly. Which I mean, what's not really surprising. Um, like I said, well, I'll get back to that. But it was very cool. Secondarily, um, well, I forgot I was going to say on that. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have a propensity to do it that. It happens that. But anyway, so so yeah, it was, it was focused on Darth Maul. I thought, that, oh, I thought it was very interesting that actually during one of the episodes, it, it is transpiring during episode three. Right, yeah. That's some of the really some of the dialogue between Mace Windu and Yoda is dialogue that is said mm-hmm. when they're on that hollow table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's so, so cool. We know that it's at least going to be during um, episode three, and maybe go past episode. A little bit, three. yes, past um, that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I I assume now this is I don't know anything for sure. This is just my own speculation. I assume that we will see Ahsoka deal with. Order 66. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fully expect that we're going to yeah. see that. I, don't um, I would actually be pretty disappointed if we don't. Yeah. Um, so that's coming out on February 21st. It'll be a weekly release. Mm-hmm. So one episode a week, as far as we know, um, starting February 21st. And the first um, episode here. Bad Batch. Yes, is the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, it's going to premiere at the Bad Batch. The episode description is Captain Rex and the Bad Batch must infiltrate an enemy base on an axis. Oh, um, I'm excited about this. I'm actually yeah, really... The Bad Batch has always been oh, some really great stuff. Such a good um, story. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I also love that in the in the trailer, you see a little 
Caleb Doom and, oh, yeah. and his master. And, uh, and, sp- and Caleb Doom is yeah. uh, Kanan on Rebels, for, the, yeah. for those of you who don't know that. But. So the fact that they're incorporating that is really, really cool. Really um, cool little connection that they can do now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just so excited about it, man. I mean, like, Clone Wars, like I said earlier in this episode, like, <laughs> Clone Wars is probably my greatest or not greatest should i say but most favorite star wars medium like i mean um i like live action i mean the movie don't get me wrong movies is like the the core like that's like like the the holy <laughs> text you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. the jedi the ancient text you know <laughs> um but anyway um i, I think the, the clone wars i mean since it's a show since there's so many episodes so many seasons we get to see like these characters develop i love it so much so to see season seven come and we finally get that resolution to where Anakin is, you know, finally we're seeing him finally give way to the dark side, and that, that those final moments beforehand, mm-hmm. finally, hopefully, get to see what Ahsoka does during that time and a little bit after that time. It's gonna be yeah. amazing. And for those of you uh, uh, who are listening, we do want to say that we are probably going to be reviewing that. Which, yes, that and is not the probably plan. that that it is going to. Happen. That is the plan. We're gonna <laughs> so, be reviewing each episode. So yeah. So and. Be fun. Uh, as new stuff comes out, we're going to be doing that as well. We're going to have our uh, episodes with main topics, but we're also going to be having um, um, review episodes as well. Yeah. It's going to have that's going to have spoilers. But yes. then that Friday, we're going to have a regular scheduled, uh, just main episode, and we're going to talk about it, how we thought, how we liked it, not or non spoiler. So, right. so anyway, just want to throw it out there for those of you listening. Um, so we could like so we talk about that all day, uh, but we just want to make sure we keep an eye on time. But the second <clears throat> uh, release thing is season two of the sh- uh, the Resistance show be coming on to disney plus so yes what are your thoughts on that disney plus on february 25th um i oh and one other thing the final episode of star wars resistance is this sunday yeah yeah the final episode of not just season two but the the series as a whole is finishing on sunday Mm -hmm. um i am not a huge fan of star wars resistance yeah um, I followed way. it because I follow everything Star Wars. Of course. Um, but I'm not a real big fan of it. I think The Clone Wars started as a kid's show and turned into an adult show. Mm-hmm. I think Rebels turn- was started as a kid's show, sort of turned into an adult show. Mm-hmm. I think that The Resistance started as a kid's show and is ending <laughs> as a kid's show. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. It, this one has stuck with that very, very, very kid-friendly themes, which yeah. I actually think is great. Yeah, I that's think, fine. I, mean, I think Star Wars needs that. Um, we need that show that kids can watch and enjoy and it not be real dark and all that stuff. I think that... <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, I agree. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, I agree, and I and uh, here's one thing that I want to say though, and uh, like I said, I'm trying to keep an eye on time here, so we don't get too far because we're still just releases. Yeah, but, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Good. You guys, are, yeah, I know you guys want to listen to this. Come on. But anyway, so with that being said, I'm one thing I was scared of is that as we're ending at season seven of Clone Wars, and we're no, more, we're getting no more Clone Wars uh, TV show. Now we have a. Uh, 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 something coming up after this that we're going to say. Yeah. But we're not going to get any Clone Wars TV show. I was afraid that we're not going to get a show like Clone Wars again. And um, because, yes, uh, Rebels, it started off as a kid's show. Now, it did end a lot better. Don't get me wrong. But it still had that very kiddish aspect to me. And while Clone Wars is animated, it's, it has such a raw, gritty storytelling yeah. Star Wars vibe that I just love so much. So what I'm hoping is that in the future that they make more shows like Clone Wars. 
um, that we get now. Now, what, whatever the content may be, I want that raw, gritty, maybe animated, but just, just like it's meant for adults. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I think they will. I think, uh, I mean, there are rumors which we didn't report on today, but there are rumors. <laughs> what was that? I was like mid yawn. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Like you're about to sneeze, someone like says something. Like, oh, you know. Sorry, uh, Braxton making weird faces. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? You won't let me on. <laughs> like, dude, I'm like going, I'm leaning over so I can yawn and not get in the mic. And he won't look like you're having like, a, a seizure. So for your information and the audience's, if I'm not saying anything and he sees me moving over, I'm yawning or coughing. Okay. Excuse me. I don't want to scream into the mic. So anyways, there are rumors that, um, there's going to be like a sequel to rebels. Um, and so that would be like Ahsoka and and Sabine um, looking for spoilers, looking for Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Um, so, which I think will end up being the same team that worked on Rebels, worked on Clone Wars. So that might be kind of. I hope that's that, the case. That anyways, uh, so going to the next thing we have here, Star Wars: The Clone Wars is to become a weekly comic. Oh, yeah. um, we're gonna get a five-part series from IDW. Um, it's called Star Wars Adventures: The Clone Wars Battle Tales. It's very long, <laughs> very long, very long but name. You know, cool. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be weekly through April. April, so there's five issues in April. <laughs> I don't know why everything's so funny to me. Uh, uh, it's because we're, we're recording live. That's yeah. the problem, you know. <laughs> We've just been wanting to do this for so long. We're just <laughs> you know, giddy. We're, we're just giddy little schoolgirls. Uh, so, so, anyways. Um, I don't really know what to think about this yet because uh, the IDW series, comic series, are are usually a little more based towards children. Mm-hmm. So I I'm not expecting a whole lot from these. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't expect too much either, frankly. Um, and I, that sounds horrible, but because you know I love Clone Wars, I love the story <coughs> yeah. of Clone Wars, I love mm-hmm. the events that transpire. But I, I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna say it. I, I'm tired of all the kid kid based yeah. content. I mean, you got these people. Let's say it this way. First of all, you got these people who came into it in the seventies and eighties that watched it originally. Well, they're yeah. obviously very old now. You got these people mm-hmm. like us who cut our teeth on the prequel trilogy, who are in their twenties and going into our thirties now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, while I understand they want to incorporate kids, we, you gotta please the fans a little bit. Yeah, like the know, core people who are actually gonna buy stuff. I mean, thirteen year old kids. Not go George buy Lucas stuff. never cared about that. He said, it, he said <laughs> right. it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids no matter yeah. what anyone else thinks. Get over it. Yeah. Um. Which I'm, which I'm hoping that they kind of change direction. But it's owned by Disney now. Disney is a literal like kids company. I mean, like, Star Wars is always gonna be kid friendly. Oh, and I, I, I don't. I'm not saying I don't, I don't want it to be that. Don't get me wrong. But I just would love to see like like the Mandalorian. Moving to like just a just a hair darker thing, you know, and and, and I, we're gonna talk about this later on about what makes Star Wars, but I don't want it too dark because Star Wars has always had a nice light, hope filled vibe to it that I love. But at the same time, I you know we have these episodes of like Clone Wars uh, where, where we we follow R two D two and C three PO trying to find berries in a market. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. I, I, it's Clone Wars, so I like watching it. But right, at the right. same time, like I wanna see battles. I wanna see great like uh, uh you know conversation between characters and, and character building. You know, that's what I wanna see. But I understand there has to be balance. Yeah, so, so let's go um uh, moving on, we're gonna go into um the comics that are coming out. 
Um, we actually didn't have any Star Wars comics that came out this past Wednesday. So mm-hmm. comic releases, for the, those of you that don't know, are always released on Wednesdays. We didn't have any this, this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, but now next week, which will be January um, 29th, we are getting Star Wars Issue 2. Um, for those of you who don't know, Star Wars finally caught up to... So we they were starting with Issue 1 back in like 2015, and it was immediately after A New Hope finished. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have caught all the way up to three years later... Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. So the Empire Strikes Back has now taken place, and so they've restarted with Star Wars Issue 1 a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting Star Wars um, Issue 2, so I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to take um, a lot of interesting directions because now this is one of the biggest periods of Star Wars we've not seen much of. Yeah, that one year point. between yeah. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it would be really interesting. Um, to see and we know that Luke that. goes through a lot in that one year because he, oh, man, he yeah. he's a whole different person in that. Uh, and, and, and you know, six. so yeah. I think that the this series will tell a lot of that. I'd love um, to see that. It's also kind of weird because we don't have Han Solo anymore in the series because yeah. Han Solo is you know frozen, frozen. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, but taking his place is Lando. Lando has been featured a lot in the first issue. I assume he will continue to be. So, okay. anyways, exciting stuff there. I highly encourage everyone to check that out. If you don't read any other comics, I highly encourage you read the main Star Wars line because it's very important to canon so far. So, Also, we get Star Wars Adventures, um, issue number 30. Again, this is the Adventures series is an IDW um, brand. And so what that means is it's basically uh, more of a a children type comic um i'm not real big on them i don't really i don't really ever read them because again they don't really ever seem that important to canon mm-hmm. like the marvel series do so but for those of you that are interested that will be next wednesday and those are the only releases we have coming next week yeah um so uh, at that um, on that note let's go ahead and get into our main topic let's man. do it so so first of all uh the title of this episode will uh, be, you know, the future of Star Wars. Yeah. And that's kind of the main thing uh, that we're going to be talking about today uh, for the duration of <coughs> our episode. Um, and basically, here we are sitting in and look. Uh, oh, oh, God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, what that just randomly randomly played off of some of one of my browsers there. Oh, um, my gosh. I don't know if that went through there or not. I don't know. We're okay, find out. okay, so anyway, if it did, let's go ahead and restart that again. Yeah. So let's get to our main topic. Um, <laughs> let's get to our main topic today, anymore. which is uh, which is <clears throat> the um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. So our main topic being what is the future of Star Wars? So uh, we kind of kept spoilers out, but let's go ahead yeah. and just say um, we're going to talk this episode about the future of Star Wars, what's going to happen next. So we're going to go ahead and say spoilers. We don't know that there actually yeah. is going to be, but we just want to be safe. Say we're going to no hold bar talk about everything that's happened in Star Wars yeah. thus far. So spoilers for all Star Wars content at this point. Just we're going to be case. able to just freely talk about yeah. it. So. so after Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker, they are kind of at a weird point now that the Skywalker saga has ended. What do they do? Right. Right? So – so we would we've talked about this quite a bit, um, uh, especially after you know Rise of Skywalker. But now we they pretty much and there's there is more they can do, and I'm sure that they will exploit this you know at some point. But there's you know there's some stuff that they can do within Episode One through Nine that that story you know. But 
At this point, they have to make a big decision. Do they go forward in time, past episode nine, or do they go back in time, pre-episode one, Phantom Menace? Which um, Kathleen Kennedy herself said at, I believe it was Celebration, mm-hmm. she said, um, going forward, we're, we're trying to decide if we want to go forward or backward. Um, I... There, there, there's so much to think about with this. There's, there's, it's a weird time, yeah, for for Star Wars fans right now, yeah, because the end of the saga has happened, and so it's just kind of like, where does it go, right? And what's going to be successful? What's gonna, right. what's gonna work? Well, and I was gonna say, and that, this is what I was gonna say on that, you know, Star Wars, um, let not, let's not say Star Wars, but Lucasfilm, Disney, whatever you want to say, tribute Star Wars to. They need a win right now. They really need a win. Um, the sequel trilogy, I mean, love it or hate it, it's got really bad reviews, right? And uh, we have our opinions, but and we can talk about that later. But just looking specifically at the reviews, it's not done well. It's got a lot of flack. The the communities it feels kind of torn. People want you know want to well, oust the, Kathleen. Yeah, depending on on what reviews you look at. That's why I'm saying it's it's torn. You know what I'm saying? Critic critics were. We're pretty high praising of the first two, but yeah. So, like I said, like I said, we, we can talk about our, our opinions on that later if you you all want that. Um, but but at this point, we're just saying you know it, it's not done well critically, right? And so they need a win right now. Now they got the Mandalorian season one, and that was a hit. It was it was one yeah. of the biggest TV shows uh, in the world at one point. Yeah. Um. So, but with that being said, they need to ride that wave, and they need to do something. Uh, like I said, my opinion, something that, that reels in the hardcore fans. Because casual viewers, as long as the movie looks cool and sounds cool, they're going to like it. But for the hardcore fans, they need something that they can kind of bite into, You know, something that they, that's like, oh, man, I love this. And the only logical thing that I can personally think of is going backwards. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? I think that's, I think it's for the best because – First of all, we can use some characters that we know of already. It's been established. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can also lead towards what we already know happens. Um, right. Now, some some people could say, well, the, the stakes can't be that high because you, you know. Well, that's not entirely true. Nah. I mean, yeah, it may not be like a end-of-the-world scenario. Right. But we can still have some pretty great conflicts between two groups of people that we've never known, and, and the stakes can be pretty high for them, I. E. Right? the Sith and Jedi, yeah. you know. Um, and, well, that's the thing, because here's the thing. You know, we have a lot of fantastic content, as we've already said, uh, pre-Phantom Menace. You know, we have the Old Republic, for instance, that is, I mean, everybody that's dealt with the games, the 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 uh, the uh, comics and books and whatnot, I mean, everybody loves it. And, uh, you know, you know, we have a lot of amazing characters, you know, like such as Darth Bane, both of them. <laughs> Darth Revan, Darth Malak, you know, we can go on and on. Um, and, and the thing is, we know that, that Darth Revan and Darth Bane are already canon. Or Bane has always been canon uh, via the Clone Wars, but even recently, Revan was canonized through the uh, yes. Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary, which, which I was, was so amazing. excited about when I read that. <laughs> I was know, looking through that book, that, we like, yeah. and, it, and it showed the, the, yeah. um, the it was the uh, Sith. Uh, troopers. troopers. It was like the other legions, or the other whatever. legions, or whatever. Yeah, and and they have different Sith Lord <coughs> names. And as soon as I saw Revan, I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure I immediately took a picture of it and sent it to you. you. And I was like, yeah. you have to look at this. And I'm like, I was looking through. I was like, like Revan's officially canon. Like, what am I looking at? 
So yeah, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. So that, good, dude. And, and I think that does to me say, Hey, you know, uh, Look what we did here. Look what might I mean, be coming up. They've been nodding at the yeah. Old Republic, I mean, for as long. I mean, even in the Clone Wars. You know what I'm saying? And Clone Wars has been coming out for 2000, 2008, I believe it was. Um, but something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to look it up. I don't care. It's fine. Anyway, but, um, but the point is, it's been out for a while. And, and, and so the Old Republic has been kind of in the minds of the people for a while now. And then, but like especially recently, you know, we got Kathleen Kennedy mentioning stuff about the Old Republic. We have, uh, we have uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. You know, we have some mentions of the Old Republic in there. Yeah. In the Divisor Dictionary, we have, you know, the the canonization of Revan. I mean, we have a lot of stuff about the Old Republic. But what's interesting enough is that from the reports that we're hearing, is that uh, that's not the option they're going with. The actual. Uh, you know, big rumor, and like I said, this is just a rumor for those who are listening. We don't know this for a fact, but some very reliable sources says that the Old Republic is not the next step. In fact, it is <laughs> okay. Uh, Sage, which Sage is Andrew's is dog, is just going to town on her neck right now, <laughs> and the collar <laughs> is going nuts. Anyway, <laughs> so um, but the the next step that that we're hearing, which is a very reliable sources, is the High Republic. So talk about that a little bit. Like, what's some details that you know about that? So the High Republic is, I believe, four hundred years before, um, before what we know of Star Wars, the the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. um, and that means Yoda could be around. Yeah, in fact, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, depending on the time period that they pick, Yoda should be around four to five hundred years old, which he would be very much active, very much you know learner or even teacher at this point. So. Um, obviously we know the age progression is kind of weird uh, you know baby Yoda or the child wherever uh, he's he's 50 and he's like non-verbal you know like he's just like a little tiny baby so him being you know Yoda actual Yoda uh, um, actually you know being 400 years old who knows that could be like like 20s to us you know what I'm saying yeah. who knows you know what I'm saying maybe maybe a little bit later than that but but so, so this basically would be a time where the jedi is in full force um Mm -hmm. as as um the peacemakers of the galaxy um they the sith would be um in hiding yeah so that's the thing the only i don't know if this would be a jedi versus sith conflict yeah and that was something i'm very disappointed about because to me anything pre-phantom menace like just what i immediately think of which is Mm -hmm. republic so but uh is just like these massive clashes between like a hundred Sith, hundred Jedi. Right, oh, and and that's so of amazing, course that g- going back farther. Right. Um, see, because for those of you who don't know, around a thousand years before um, the Skywalker saga is, it's around that when Bane, mm-hmm. Darth Bane, um, destroys the Sith mm-hmm. and becomes, and he establishes the rule of two. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, we, we've been talking about Revan and Bane. So there's actually two different Banes. There's the Bane that's with Revan, and then later on, like I said, a thousand years before, is the second Darth Bane, who then sees the. Uh, and like I said, this is not canon. Obviously, I kind of hope it would be anyway. Well, actually, well, yeah, this part is because I think Clone you're thinking Wars. of Malik. Maybe I am. I, I, yeah, I don't Malik. Know. With, Whatever. Um, with Revan. Yeah, I may be incorrect on that. But anyway, point being is that like he, uh, Darth Bane sees the corruption within the Sith and realizes that they will never be able to do anything worthwhile uh, with with all these Sith because they're just fighting amongst themselves. Right, they constantly just fight with each so, other. So, as you said, you know, yeah. he basically ends up destroying the Sith so he can institute a master, 
in an apprentice situation where they can they may not have this massive force to go just attack a, a, a temple but at the same time they can kind of manipulate and connive as we see with like palpatine and things like that so right so in the in the high republic we could technically um maybe have plagueis oh yeah i, I don't know case. uh we don't of course we don't know the lifespan of plagueis right any of that those things but i think that seeing as he's some kind of alien species i could see him potentially being the sith lord during that time period and or the apprentice of the sith lord before that right and, and here's the thing in episode three so this is canon, obviously. Um, in episode three, we see Palpatine talking to Anakin. He talks about his master, Plagueis, right. and 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 he talks about him being able to not to, to escape and to cheat death. So it's yeah. very well possible. Like I said, and we don't. And here's the thing: like like, like Chewbacca, he's a Wookiee. He lives for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So right. we don't know what Plagueis, you know, his lifespan yeah. was. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. he could very well be in it at some point. But right. of course, it would. I, I think if anyone were to find a Sith Lord in this in this High Republic era, mm. uh, in, in any of the movies or anything, they're going to have to die. Because clearly, oh, yeah. it doesn't get back to the Jedi, because the Jedi think they're gone. They're gone for good, yeah. So, um, so I don't... I'm, I'm a little like, eh, I don't know if that'll be the, the main conflict of the story. Yeah. But what, what I'm hearing is this this High Republic era is going to be... They're, they're going to officially take... Um, what the MCU has done. They're going, instead of doing trilogies, instead of doing anything like that, they're going to just do a series of movies. They're mm-hmm. going to do a movie here, a movie there. They're all going to be set in the High Republic, but they're separate. And then, right. you know, you have a couple movies down the road, and then you do a, a combination of certain characters from those movies, and it's like the Avengers of Star Wars. Avengers of the High Republic. And they actually even use the word... Um, these Jedi's will be like superheroes with their own special powers. Really? Okay. I hadn't heard about um, that actually. So I think that's kind of, I, I understand they're, they're wanting to, to um, try this success of the MCU with star Wars. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of what this is saying, but I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, part of me is still a little skeptical right now. Oh yeah. And well, so we can see more of it. Let us, let us premise this. We kind of already did, but this whole high Republic thing is a rumor. This is not officially Correct. confirmed. But here's one thing that we, 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 we think that, that that it is going to happen. First of all, we have reliable sources saying that that is the case. But another thing is is that in uh, the Rise of Kylo Ren comic series. Yeah, issue two. At issue two, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. he mentions the High Republic. We've yeah. never heard about the High Republic like, until this point. All of a sudden, with all these rumors going around, issue two, a canon <clears throat> comic, mentions the high republic so while this is a rumor it's very possible that it's going to actually happen yeah so it, it was funny because the rumors had just started about the high republic <laughs> yeah, exactly. i mean they had i mean the report had was just maybe a day or two prior to this comic releasing yeah. and then the comic releases i read it and i'm like wait oh, it just said the high republic <laughs> yeah you're like, i'm like wait, i'm like this these rumors have to be real i mean right. like why else would they right. why else would this be happening right, right. now now, and it doesn't mean they're real, but it sure... It's a good me, nod. Yeah. It's a good nod and, to it. Um, come to find out, and I hadn't had a chance to talk to you about this, but come to find out, there is one other mention of the High Republic. And that is in um, a novel, or is actually an audio book that they've now turned into a novel, but it's the um, Dooku, Dooku Jedi Lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, there actually is a reference to the High Republic. I did there. not know about that. Well, yeah. and I didn't either. I read that. And, and, and so... But of course, back then... When I um, originally listened to that, I didn't think anything of it because 
there wasn't any rumors about a high republic or anything. They probably just said it, and it just, you know, right. probably didn't mean anything didn't, to me. Yeah. So, but now, so we have two mentions of the high republic in canon. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something with this. Now, um, another thing I'd like to mention about that is Project Luminous. We know there's this Project Luminous. For those of you who don't know, we know for a fact that it's something coming this year, 2020, and that it has a novel... It's it's a novels and comics combined like they're do, telling stories together. Mm-hmm. It has m- multiple different authors working on it. Um, I kind of wonder if this project Luminous is related to the High Republic. Right. There's rumors that this is related to the High Republic, and that there's actually going to be a video game that starts the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what here's the thing. What would be interesting is like the only references to the High Republic we've seen thus far is a book and a comic. Right, mm-hmm. um, so it might make sense that Project Luminous is using yeah. the High Republic through books and comics and, and maybe video games. So, but then that that opens it up. Does yeah. that mean what? What's the movie's going to be then? Is it going to be High Republic or is it just Project Luminous? So that's right. a good question. It's it's a great way to it's a great way to, to establish the the universe at that time to establish maybe some main characters that people are going to get familiar with. Yeah, learn absolutely. about that, and then after they've done that for um the first year or so and then they're like hey guess what and now here's the first movie set in that era and for someone like me who's gonna read those comics read those books play the game if there is one Mm -hmm. then i'll be like okay cool i already understand this time period and it's right i think that would be a great way to do it if that is how if that is what project luminous is right and here's the thing you cannot and this is and this is getting close to our final topic uh for the end of the episode but you cannot just throw something new out, in my opinion, called Star Wars. That's why we have to have, in my opinion, someone familiar like Yoda, who would be alive and well, four or five hundred years old during this time. He would be in his prime, probably, you know, like just, I mean, probably, you know, it'd be interesting to see him, like he's probably struggling with like maybe some attitude or, <laughs> you know, you see him, he's like a sage, and you know, when yeah. he's 900, you know, like he, he has no anger and he just sits there quietly and meditates. So, but it would be interesting to see him with more of like a lively personality. So, but my point being is that if we do get this, if we do get the higher public, if it is set when it's supposed to be, Yoda being four or five hundred, it would it would almost like he would have to be in there because you cannot just out- introduce all of these new characters, all of these new locations, and then just call it Star Wars. So I guess this is this is what the last topic, in my opinion, that we should talk about today is. Eventually, they're going to exhaust pre Phantom Menace, pre Episode One stuff. They're going to exhaust the Old Republic. They're going to exhaust, I guess, the High Republic. They're going to exhaust all this stuff, and eventually, they're going to go post episode nine so what if what if there's no familiar factors anymore right what where, where's all these characters from because from what i understand and i i, I um, don't know this for the fact i have to look up the article again i don't have it on hand but from what i read is that that finn that ray these characters mm-hmm. are not going to be any further epi- uh, movies post episode nine yeah they they have said that they're not inter- too interested in that yeah um but i but I also feel like maybe 30 years down the road that might change. You know? <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. I don't exactly. think Mark Hamill ever, and and Carrie Fisher and and Harrison Ford ever thought they'd come back. Right. Either, and True. yet they all did. And um, so I guess I guess I guess the question is for you and me today to talk just for a little bit before we end. What is Star Wars? Yeah. What What makes Star Wars? What when when you watch it? What makes you feel like this is Star Wars? Right. 
you know, I've I've thought a lot about this, and and we've talked about this before, and just trying to figure out, yeah, what what makes Star Wars Star Wars, mm-hmm. and you know, I I I think about um, the Skywalker saga, and I'm like, well, I I don't know if I could ever. Um, see something as Star Wars without those characters. Mm-hmm. But then I think about Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. and w- that didn't have any of those characters. And it's one of my all-time favorite Star Wars stories. And it feels like Star Wars. Sometimes it feels like more like Star Wars to me than the Skywalker saga. And <laughs> yeah. I, d- I know that doesn't yeah. make sense, but yeah. it does. And so um, I think there's a couple of things to me that stand out for Star Wars. And that's, a c- first of all, a couple of the themes, yeah. which I think one is hope. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's one of the biggest things in absolutely. Star Wars is hope. And I also think redemption. Yeah. I think those are two of the big things that make a Star Wars story is hope absolutely. and redemption. Absolutely. You know, I think that a lot of times it's the ideas that the movies portray or the mm-hmm. comics or the books or the games or the insert here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, uh, it's the idea or the thought process, uh, processes that they portray. That is what really makes a Star Wars uh, content something a little more tangible though uh m- for me is it, it's the universe or excuse me the galaxy should i say yeah um i think that you can have different characters um but it's the feel like you see mm-hmm. the same type of alien species you see right. the same kind of planets and that's what worries me because there had been rumors that they thought about a whole different galaxy going to a whole different galaxy yeah and I just don't think that would work. I think I think at I that think point that's a bad idea. I think at that point for me, for me, that is basically making a sci-fi movie and slapping on Star Wars title and and d- going from like that. That to me is just a, that's like Star Trek or that's to me any insert any yeah. other sci-fi movie you know and just calling it Star Wars because you have to have for me to be calling it Star Wars you have to have the same themes but you also it's the feel you know it's the same familiar planets it's the same familiar ca- uh, uh, not characters but the uh, species of alien you know humans utopians blah 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 you know um, going to the same planets you know like Coruscant Dagobah yada 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 I think it's 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 the it's the themes it's the the species the things that we see and I think a big thing for me um is and this is kind of like the third like the holy trinity of star wars is the music too you know what i'm saying oh yeah absolutely music really has to be there right and and well it's also the conflict between good and evil you know that's another a big another big thing that i think star wars always handles is that conflict and that's why i i personally love the jedi Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, we're calling this Jedi Eternal. We love the Jedi, um, <laughs> right? Exactly. And and you know, some people are like, well, you know, why does everything have to have Jedi in it? Why can't there why can't there be movies without a lightsaber and blah blah blah? Well, you know what? Star Wars to me is Jedi's. Yeah. You know, that's a hundred percent. And so, yeah. mo- if they start, if they get away, that like let's say they go to a whole different universe and there's no lightsabers, no Jedi's, no none of the aliens we remember and stuff. It's like, man. The only thing they can do at that point is stick with the themes of Star like Wars. Maybe have the Force which or something. You know, I'm, I'm sure there'd be some. Yeah, but they wouldn't call it that. But you know, it'd be. Yeah. yeah. But like, they'd have the themes of Star Wars, but everything else would be so new that I don't know that I could get into that. Yeah, I think I would try it out, and maybe at that point, because when that comes, when it comes to that, we'll probably be old fogies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, here, here's finger, fingers crossed. Anyway, but uh, you know, I'd imagine after they exhausted everything, I mean, let's put it this way. We've had, how do I say this? Let's think that we've had the 
Skywalker saga for 40 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and there's a, there's a, you know, that's a, you know, that's not a huge time span. So we have the entirety of like Old Republic, High Republic, you know, millions of years in that lore that yeah. we can explore. So it could very well go on for a very long time. I'm just saying at some point, unless they just say, okay, Star Wars is done. Somewhere down the road, when we're maybe 50, 60 years old, they're going to, you know, say, all right, we've done this. I think the next move is to go after Episode Nine, after the Skywalker Saga, see what happens there. And that just really scares me. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll start to see some things after Episode Nine a lot sooner than that. Yeah. I don't know if it'll follow necessarily follow the stories of Ray And I think, actually, we'll probably see maybe novels or comics that follow, continue their stories. Yeah. Um, but I think we will continue to see the galaxy after the events of episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know that it'll be in movies for a, a long time. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I think, I think, I think for me, like I said, it's just, it's the so set of, set of themes. It's the, the feeling behind it, the hopefulness, as you said, yeah. the redemptiveness, mm-hmm. the, and, and like I said, I think the lightsabers, you know, Jedi and Sith. Music, you know, the, the sounds, you mm-hmm. know, there's so many iconic sounds that, yeah. that make Star Wars. Right. And I think, I think you have to have two of the three, right? You have to have the themes. You have to have the same, like, you know, characters and da 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 you know, or not counts you same characters, but the same species, same planets, and then you have to have the music. I think you can, uh, you can, I would like to have all three, but to make a Star Wars, you have to have at least two of the three. Because let's look at Mandalorian. It does not have the same music at all, but it has the same species and characters and stuff like that, and it has the same uh, themes. Yeah. So I think for me, because like I felt, I watched Mandalorian, I thought, that feels like, that felt like Star Wars, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah it, it has does. a very good Star Wars it feel. Does. And there's not one Jedi in it. True. And well, I mean, the force is used, but force is used. Yeah, but but baby uh, Yoda's a boss. Baby Yoda is a beast. I <sighs> think that mud horn just is a little. Ham-ham. So one question for you. Do you think that um, do you think that Taika Waititi's movie and, and Kevin Feige, let's say they're together. Do you think that that their first movie is is this um, High Republic movie? <sighs> That's a hard question. Um, it would make sense with Kevin Feige being in there because if we are if, if the reports are true and they're wanting to make it more like the Marvel style uh, where you know they they're introducing certain characters and they're having their standalone movies and they finally come together who better than to do the the mastermind behind it all Kevin Feige you know what I'm saying right so it would make sense now we know we're getting uh, they've already said we're getting movies in 20, 2022 2024 and 2026 yeah are these the high republic movies or do we think this Good is question. something that Ryan Johnson is still working on? Well, because we know for a fact that the Ryan, Ryan Johnson is still working on this trilogy. He is working on a trilogy. We don't know what it is, um, but we know that he, for a fact, is working on a trilogy. He, yeah. Um, now, I don't think he's given a complete go-ahead on that yet. Like, well, uh, no, I don't yeah. think it's a, a done deal. Yeah. But we know he is still in talks with um, Lucasfilms about this trilogy of movies. Yeah. So that makes me think... That can't be the 2022 release. It's got to be something Probably that's finalized. Not. Yeah. And then my other thing is, was it the series that um, Benioff and Weiss were making yeah. that is now officially canceled, which has that's been reported as the origins of the Jedi? Yeah, I feel like that would have been, man, that would have been such a good, good, good movie, um, set of movies or whatever. But because like Benioff Weiss, you know, who were the uh, you know directors over Game of Thrones. Um, I mean, if you know anything about that show, they have incredible, incredible fight scenes, like in terms of like 
masses amount of people coming and clashing together. So how much, you know, who better to do huge Jedi versus Sith battles, right, than Benioff and Weiss? Right. Now, like I said, if it is Origin of the Jedi, well, we're still going to see that. Um, well, you, you know, if you look at old canon for, like I said, mm-hmm. pre-Old Republic, you get, like, the proto-sabers and all that stuff. Like, that's oh, yeah, so yeah. cool. And, and I wonder if they're still going to do that with someone else. It's possible. It's and, possible. Uh, yeah, and how know. far back do you go for that? I mean, because we know, we know 3,000 <laughs> years ago was Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, so they'd have to go even farther back than that. Well, I, I, if um, I'm not mistaken, I was watching, I think, uh, it might have been Alex Damon's, uh, one of Alex Damon's videos, shout yeah. out to him, uh, one of his videos for a recap of, of, of non-canon pre-episode one stuff and i i, I could be wrong because like, so i said i can't i didn't write down anything but I, if i'm not mistaken like the origins of jedi was like a million years yeah very well could be like pre a, a million a one million bby something along those lines which i know apparently bby is not a thing anymore but uh it is it, <laughs> it, it, it is a thing i i yeah, yeah I've, I've heard people talking about that but um if you actually look at all all the different uh, visual dictionaries they all do different timelines based okay. off their movie Oh, um, okay. yeah. So okay. people that didn't okay. know that, that were just reading the new one and it said after Starkiller incident or whatever, yeah, yeah. and people freaked out about it. But yeah. That's actually something they do for each of those. But the the, the original timeline ba- or before battle and stuff is still the same. So anyways, yeah. we want to thank everyone for listening today. Uh, I know I sure have had oh, an, an, an awesome time on this first episode, and I believe you have as well. Oh, man, this is something, like I said, I... This is just like a, a little kid at a candy shop moment yeah. for me. Like, I love talking about Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I've always wanted to do podcasts, so them meshing together has been just a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, I'm so excited to great. get the first one underway. So. Yeah, so we want to thank all of you for listening, uh, if any of you are. We hope we hope a couple people can <laughs> please, find this please. and enjoy it. Um, so we're in the process of creating a, a Twitter and Facebook for Jedi Eternal. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We'll sh- we should have that within a couple of days yeah. for sure. Um, there we will have polls about what you guys want to hear about. And please, please send us questions, and we will answer those on the show. We want to hear from you guys, hear what maybe your, your, your questions about the future of Star Wars and things, and we'll be happy to answer those as best as we can. Until then, we will see you next week, and join the Jedi Eternal. Mm-hmm.